This is Teacher Answers, a podcast that takes high school students' questions and answers them in the most no-nonsense way possible. My name is Sam Griffin, 27-year veteran teacher and examiner of the teenage brain. Come with me and explore why high school students do what they do. Hello and welcome to the Teacher Answer Podcast. My name is Sam Griffin. This is episode 16, the orange edition. And this is the learning style um, for the orange type personality and what I call the four colors. Uh, On episode 15, we did the yellow uh, learning style. So let's quickly refresh our memory so that we can kind of formulate this big picture. Remember, there are four of them, um, yellow, orange, blue, and green. And uh, in episode 15, I go over yellow in in detail now let's go over it without uh a lot of detail so the yellow is different than orange we're going to get into orange here today but um for the yellow if you are a yellow person yellow type person um you are just naturally organized now one thing i when i listen to these back i try to be professional about it right and listen to stuff back when i when i listen to this back i i just i made a list of stuff i forgot to say and that's why it's important i don't record this all in one big thing like it's important for me to take breaks in between so that i remember stuff and then go back and fix it on additional episodes like this um and that's also why it's important to go back if you're just starting to listen to my podcast go back at least start with episode three. It's called What is Happiness? Listen to that one and then let it roll into episode four, uh, which is me answering the question, what is the most uh, important thing I could tell a high school student? Somebody asked me that. And the answer to that is to be open-minded. And most people, I don't think, know what being open-minded means. Uh, But if you listen to that, you'll at least know what I think it means, okay? So for yellow, if you are um, dominant yellow, uh, you are organized. It's just in your nature to be organized. When you look at the spice rack, right? You want to put the spice rack in together. You want to put it in, you know, all the labels facing the same way. And you would categorize stuff like your music collection is probably in alphabetical order. You know, I know there are young people out there that don't know what cds are (laughs) or or anything like that but you probably have music somehow and you've probably uh categorized it if you're yellow me my mine is just sort of all over the place like i have so many songs called track one (laughs) you know (laughs) but it's okay it's okay yellow people love lists they're detail oriented these people the yellow people are on time um they can't stand it when they're late and they certainly hate it when other people are late. Um, so they would be within a group. The yellow types would be the group organizers, you know, because they're conscious of schedules and times and they're putting the stuff together and you be here and so-and-so pick so-and-so up and bring them over to, to my house and then we'll go from here. And they're, they're planning this stuff out. That's just what comes easy for them. That's yellow. Um, they like to have things in their place. They like facts, data, and details. They love planning stuff out. Like I said, making lists and crossing stuff off is exciting to them. Um, and they they may not want to get creative and just stick with the facts. 
So um, I think yellow people like to just stick with the facts. They don't like planning out three years from now, but they do like using the, the data that they have to make plans, right? Um, they're usually the first in and last out. Uh, they dislike surprises and spontaneous stuff, right? That makes them uncomfortable. I talked about that last time, like a yellow student. And again, we're talking about high school students, right? That's, that's my profession. Um, but yellow students like to know what's going to happen. They like to know what the homework is before the class starts and, and they're, they're planning everything out. So, um, and they may struggle with being, uh, extroverted, which means comfortable talking to people, uh, that they may not know very well. Everybody, you know, I was thinking about this too. Everybody's comfortable in their own little circle of friends. Like that's easy. You know, you get your little circle and you're very loose and open with them. Cause you, you probably are, uh, similar in, you know, what you like and dislike. So you probably just naturally, um, kind of gravitate toward the same thing. So, um, but they do yellow people like the details. So, and they're organized. Now we're going to talk about orange. Okay. Um, it, let's, you need to spot. Okay. If you're a parent, I have three kids, right? If you're a parent, you need to know which one of these things your kid is, right? So that you can, um, you know, adjust what you do to that. So they'll respond. I'm convinced that this is hardwired in our head and I don't know why. I don't know if anybody knows why, but it's certainly how we act, right? So for the orange, if you like, say, say if you walked in, uh, if I walked in my classroom, right. And I said, all right. And I held out a marker, right? So if I held out a marker and I said, all right, who wants to come to the board? Can you imagine, right? Who wants to come to the board? A yellow person, a yellow person would shrink in their seat instantly. They would just, they would become a foot shorter than they were a second ago, right? An orange person though, a dominant orange person, it, their, their seat that they're sitting in and their uh, butt would become like two magnets that are put together the wrong way. You know how magnets stick together, but if you turn it around, you can't get it to stick together, right? An orange kid would just, would that would happen. <laughs> like it would magnetically happen and they couldn't sit down and they would jump out of their seat. Now, why is that? Well, we're going to get to that. Um, but an orange person would say, all right, let's do this. And they would come to the board, not knowing what they're even about to get into. Cause I didn't even say, I just said, who wants to come to the board? It takes a lot of guts to do that. Right. Uh, orange people have a lot of guts. That's a fact. They would just be like, I'm in it for the adventure. In fact, that's the key word, right? The key word for yellow to review again, organized. The key word for orange is adventure. They like adventure They They do this. They volunteer for stuff like that. 
so that they can uh for, for the sheer excitement of it yeah so um after i'm done with these colors by the way I just started here on orange, but after I'm done with all this, I'm going to put together another episode <laughs> and it's going to be about how the colors relate to each other in terms of relationships, like amongst friends and amongst, uh, actual love type husband, wife type relationships. And, uh, that's going to, I think be pretty cool. So, um, you know, the, uh, the yellow question when students come in my room, they're like, Hey, Mr. Griffin, what are we doing today? They need to know what they're doing today. It's yellow. An orange person does not ask me that they, they don't care what we're doing today because they would rather not know because they love surprises, right? It's like, well, let's just do whatever, you know, that's the orange mentality. And that's not weakness. It's not, it's not a weakness. None of this that I'm going to talk about on these four things. I don't know if you know, um, I, I hope you don't think that any of this stuff is weakness. It's just, they're all strengths, really. Like everything I talked about on that yellow thing was a strength and everything I'm going to talk about on the orange is a strength. So, you know, these people would volunteer, get out of their seat, come to the board. Now as a teacher, you could lose control of that real quick. You know, that kid, uh, could take over that class if you do that. So you got to be smart if you're a teacher, you know, yeah, that's a, that's a risky situation when, if you do that, who wants to come to the board? I mean, you're just given the control over right there. Um, but I'm just, you know, illustrating that point. Uh, if I were to say, pass out a bunch of papers, you, you guys know anyone listening to this, I guarantee you has had papers passed out to you at some point in school. So go back to that for a second. If you've been out of school for a while, go back to that moment where you're sitting there with 28 other people and the teacher deals out the math worksheets, right? Like poker, like that. And, uh, you, you get these papers. What does, let's review again. What does a yellow kid do? A yellow kid, boom, starts working on it. Right, because this is the most comforting thing to a yellow person. They're like, okay, huh? There's 15 questions on here. I could probably get this done in 25 minutes. So I've got 15 minutes left in class here. Let's start on this. So I won't have so much homework to do. And they're already planning out when they're going to do this homework when they get home. Right? An orange kid asked me one question. What is it? Think about this right now. I hope you're going for a walk when you're listening to this. You should be right now. In fact, if you were walking, you're probably at about three quarters of a mile right now. Or so, if you're walking really fast, maybe a half mile if you're putting. <laughs> All right, so we're about 11 minutes in. Uh, an orange kid would say one thing and they couldn't help themselves. They may not even raise their hand. They would say, can we work together? on this orange dominant students want to work with other people that is their core strength so these people you need these orange people in teams they're they're the cheerleaders of this team they are the raw raw get behind it let's do this let's volunteer um 
you know, and, and get after it and work with other people. And they may be like a little off track. Like you need the yellow people to rein those back in. And you'll see this if you have a group project, right? You'll see the yellow kids reining these orange kids back in, but you need both. That dichotomy works so well together. So well. Um, these, an orange person prefers spontaneous stuff or over rigid planned out work. Okay. So they would prefer something that's more open-ended. How can we accomplish this goal? So they would love a project or something like that at work where, um, they said, well, I need you to accomplish this and almost no guidance is given. And that's a, a strength of that would be really good for an orange person because they wouldn't be bound in by what's step one. They would be thinking about step 10 already, you know, or how to bypass everything and just get it done. So, um, they're always up for an adventure, right? Always. They can be disorganized. You know, an orange person could be extremely disorganized. I always do this activity where, uh, you know, I'll say, Hey, show me your folder, you know, and people will hold up their folders. And if it has papers falling out of it, you know, it's just, they're just stuck in there. You can pretty much peg them for an orange person. Uh, because a yellow person would just never do that. It, never. It, it, it would always be organized neatly in different folders and maybe color coded and labeled and stuff like that. And remember, you're all four colors, always. You're a percentage of each. Um, but the orange it is just, just stick it in the folder, <laughs> you know? And they're, you know, it, it's probably, they would struggle with finding stuff. Um, whereas a yellow person would have that stuff in its place and you can kind of see the difference, you know, which, which are you, which are you more like yellow or orange? That's, that's up to you. Only, you know, that, um, but as a teacher, I make a game out of this. Like I, I do that. I spot these people because now why? Okay. Let me tell you why and why this is so important that any teacher should listen to this. Any, but any teacher or parent if you need somebody to say run something down to the office real fast who are you going to get orange kid you know who they are you say hey so and so can you can you run this down the office they'll be like yeah you know and and that's that's because they're way more comfortable with that okay and they already know where the office is because they're exploring constantly you know um Orange people, um, I'd like to talk about a McDonald's French fry for a second. So, say you're in a car, all right, and you're the driver, and you're trying to figure out if you're orange or yellow, okay, and you're the driver, and your friend's eating uh, drive through French fries, you know, McDonald's fries, they're my favorite, and they drop one. Now we know that a McDonald's French fry does not start decomposing, <laughs> which is, which is crazy. That fry could be in there for 10 years and you can find it. Oh, look at McDonald's front. Don't eat it. But say your friends eating those fries and a couple of them go on the floor. A yellow person is so not cool with that. An orange person, dominant, dominant 
orange doesn't care. It's like, eh, I'll get that the next time I decide to clean the car out. If they clean the car out, right? That is a key difference. Last time I talked about an elevator, the elevator slamming shut, right? And say you have a yellow person in that elevator with one other person. Uh, the door slams shut. Does the yellow person strike up conversation with some random guy on the elevator? No, almost never. But an orange person totally would. They couldn't help themselves. It would come out of them. Hey, they would just, it, it's now I'm talking dominant orange, right? Um, they, they would feel, uh, a built in need. It would be so uncomfortable to just be silent during that situation. It would be super uncomfortable. So they, they would, uh, they would have to say something. It's, it's hot outside, isn't it? And they, or did you catch the score of the something, you know, something like that. They would have to, Oh, I like your purse. I don't know. <laughs> whatever but they would strike up some kind of conversation with them like that um which is also interesting so you know you talk about that then you need to talk about something like time out you know um putting a kid in time out or something like that some sort of isolation that's torture to an orange person you know being quiet sitting in their seat you know eyes straight forward that's orange torture right there it is but it's yellow joy. You know, if you put a kid in timeout that's dominantly yellow and he has a piece of paper, he's going to be making goals. To <laughs> see the difference. So an, an orange person would not do that. They would just be like, I need to get out of here. When do I get out of here? And they, they would just go, go a little berserko in timeout. So what else we got here? Uh, so if you see a group of friends, say there's five of them, the orange one is the one in the middle. There's a visual way of spotting it because they're magnets. They're people magnets in all the best ways. So everybody else just sort of goes and magnetizes to that orange person because the orange person is normally the fun, spontaneous. Let's get into stuff. Not necessarily bad stuff. They could though, right? They're way more susceptible to probably getting in trouble than any of the other colors. Maybe, mm, I mean, it just would make sense. Um, but the one in the middle, if you have a bunch of people walking down the hall, remember when we had hallways in school where people were walking down it? Hopefully we have that soon again, but the orange one's the one in the middle. So that's a visual way to spot an orange person. Um, they're normally the center of a group of friends. Uh, they, they would be in other people's business, but it's not about how they're feeling. It's about what they're doing. Let me say that again. An orange person isn't so a dominant orange person would be kind of hard to talk to about feelings. Okay. So if you were to tell a true dominant orange person, a very personal, um, thing that you need help with, they may not be able to help you very much. They may try to help you by saying, let's go hiking. That'll help, you know? Um, 
Now remember, not very many people are um, dominant orange, like to the extreme max, right? But th but that's the that's where they would uh, struggle with. So they they are their strength is being extroverted, so outgoing, but they may struggle with like sensitive stuff, you know. So keep that in mind. These people would be highly social and uh yeah i think i pretty much covered that tend to lose papers always up for an adventure can't be disorganized the orange people now if you got a room full of orange students which i've had this you know you can tell that room that that classroom is either going to be the greatest class you've ever had or the worst class you've ever had and if you try to treat an orange class like a yellow class you're going to have problems and if you try to treat a yellow class like an orange class you're going to have problems so you as a teacher have to vary your methods of the way you teach each thing you know so and sometimes you just kind of go uh with what works but you know you can if you're smart about that and you truly understand what I'm talking about, I think you can get a lot more out of people. I really do. Um, so that is orange and I have time here for a bonus question. Now this was in, I do this sometimes when I kind of finish my thought, I think that was enough on orange. So I have a bonus question here. Um, this is how this started, by the way, this is my envelope I've been talking about for uh, 15 episodes right here. That's my my envelope full of questions. It's it's crammed in there. It's crammed full. This was taken from period eight last school year. All right, last school year, and this is a deep one. Okay, like I said, sometimes these questions are they're kind of about like how to do life, right? How to be successful, um, life after high school. Um, why people do what they do, people skills kind of things. And I just keep them and when I get a chance, usually it's on Tuesdays, I'll, I'll do one of these and I talk about it for a couple of minutes. Um, I, I, I like this one. The first one on here, it says, how do you meditate? How do you, it says, how do you think you meditate? And how do you do it? Yeah. <laughs> meditate. So when I first said that word, did you not think of somebody sitting in the lotus position, which none of you can do, by the way, neither can I. Well, maybe somebody can, but you gotta be extremely flexible and practiced on that. That's where both of your feet are all up. That's what you thought of. Incense burning, some sort of weird stringed instruments playing. I don't, uh, sure that's meditation right where you're counting to a thousand by ones or something like that um I, you know i i think going for a walk is meditative that's why i like to do it alone you know like you can really recenter and focus yourself if you go walk for three miles do it you will feel better. Like, I, I think that is meditative. 
Uh, I don't think it matters what you're listening to or if you're walking around for three miles with incense in your hand or whatever. Just go walk, you know. Um, listen to music. I think that can be meditative. Um, but it's something that you're doing. It's like one thing that you're doing where you're not distracted. I think that can be meditative. Um, so that is my answer for that. How do you think you meditate? That's how I do it. And the other part of that says in parentheses, how would you do it? I, I would go for a walk. I did that today. It's hotter and crap outside, but I did it. So, all right. That is episode 16, the orange temperament, orange four color learning style. So, um, if you, uh, if you, if you, if you know somebody, okay, that would like to hear this kind of stuff in audio form, all right? Like I said, it's semi-professional, I would think. I put it together. I edit it all. There's background music. It's pretty cool to listen to. Um, and there's a variety of topics, right? I talk about how to cure senioritis. And that may be, you know, that's a metaphor, by the way, for how to get motivated and stop being lazy. In, in some ways, <clears throat> but if you would, you know, I think listening to that, I think if you look at the, the titles of my shows, um, the past 14 episodes, you would see something that maybe you were interested in, like what is happiness or, or, uh, you know, uh, how to basically thrive at a job. Um, but there may be some that you're not interested in look look past that because they're just titles right i talk about all kinds of stuff with you know in between so i don't want you to miss anything um you know i'm certainly not begging you to listen to or share it but hey if you know somebody that would be interested in it share it right you can find it anywhere um anywhere you can get podcasts so all right that is going to be it you guys have a good one and i will talk to you soon you have been listening to Teacher Answers. If you would like to submit a question, drop me an email at teacheranswers at gmail.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail on the Anchor podcast site, anchor.fm slash teacheranswers. Teacher Answers.